Newcastle Min Business, Aston Villa Go Trick or Treating, and it's Jesse March running out of time at Leeds. Evening, Tate. How are we, Jack? You're all, all good. good. Yeah, mate. Have a good weekend. Yes, very well, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was decent, decent. Shout out Kelsey for happy birthday, Kels. Yeah. Um, lovely time at the beer festival. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Good little, good little beer festival, and spent some time with um, some friends and some fans. So it was good. Yeah, especially the fans. Yeah, <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Our Clapham fans. Yeah. <laughs> Our huge following. But um, yeah. No, it's good, wasn't it? No, it's very good. Um, and another another exciting week of football. What, double game mm. work, wasn't it this week? Yes. Um, and because of double game, we're going to switch up the pod a little bit this week. Instead of running through all 20 games, or doing a brief bit of bit, we've focused on four teams. Um, Jack and I have decided to focus on Fulham, Aston Villa, Leeds United and Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, we feel like, like Tate said, the, obviously it was a pretty manic week of football, but yeah, we just feel like we can give you a better... About around half hour, whatever it is, about about those four sides and a bit of bit of overview, sort of our thoughts and opinions on their games and what's coming ahead, really. Yeah, a breakdown of their seasons, the last the last week, their games, some players to look out for, some players that have flopped, and yeah, our overall thoughts, really. Yeah. Um, before we start with that, I will start with the teaser. So it's like a different one this week. Um, I don't know how everyone got on last week with the teaser. Um, talking to the people on Saturday, um, everyone seems to enjoy it. So yeah, yeah let's, good. Um, let's start. Peter Crouch has scored the most headed goals in the Premier League, but who is number two and three? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> most headed goals, okay. No in, the pr- in the Premier League. The so Premier it doesn't include like cups, um, and, Europe cups and, and Europe and before the Premier League. Yeah. Things like that. Um, oh. Yeah, Peter Crouch has scored the most headed goals in the Premier League. But who is two and three? All right. Right. No Shall we start down the lane? Yeah. We'll um, <laughs> start with Tottenham, the, the my Tottenham. But the Lily Whites? Yeah. Oh, do we really want to talk about them? Probably not. But, yeah, it was a pretty... It was built up as a big week in our heads. And we all said it's going to... It's very tough. We had United away and had a Newcastle at home. And, yeah, took two losses away with us after the week's football. Yeah, two L's. Um, I fancied United at home, personally. I just think you've yeah. got a quite a bad, a bit similar to Arsenal, got a really bad record there over the years. And the Newcastle game, I thought was always going to be quite tight. Mm. Newcastle look a team hard to beat, a draw maybe. If they get ahead, they they're hard to beat on the hard yeah, to break I, down. Well, we just similar to what you just said, but we knew we knew that United away is obviously always difficult and no matter how good, like last year we, we were brilliant, but Ronaldo turned up and scored a hat-trick. So mm. we just know it is always tough there. Um, and then we, we thought Sunday, oh, okay, you can't accept what happened at, at United, but right today against Newcastle, we know they're a good team. They're they're in good form. They're on the up and we thought, right, see a bit of reaction. We're at home. Everyone's behind you, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it, but yeah, what a load of dross we are in a minute. What a load of rubbish. So should we start at Old Trafford? Um, yeah, we'll have, have a look quick chat um, about the game. An overview of that. As a, well, I'm not in neutral because I wanted both teams to lose, but um, yeah, I thought you were absolutely battered. Yeah, we did. We, we, I've got it here. I literally said those words, battered at Old Trafford. Like, there's no... 
there's no hiding from it. We can't really disguise it and say, oh, we didn't have this player or we had an off game. or No, we just got absolutely slaughtered. I think United had 28 shots, 10 on target. Lloris mm. made eight saves. Mm-mm. And obviously they scored the other other two attempts. So it just tells you all, all you need to know about that game. Like we got at, we just got absolutely mullered. There was no there's no hiding from that fact. We just got absolutely slaughtered. And yes, we were poor and and we we helped them basically win the game as such. Um, but they were good. They were they were bang up for it. And everything you expect from a United side at home at Old Trafford and mm. and the way we play football and. The way we played football that night and allowed them all the time and the space in the world. They're good players on paper, and they're they're gonna they're gonna turn up in that that evening and go right. Well, Tottenham are sitting basically sitting on the edge of the box. Well, we're just gonna absolutely destroy, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, that seems straight from kickoff. They were all, they were on, the team on top. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Loris made eight saves, and yeah. some of them saves were very very good yeah. saves. And he started um, off. I mean, I'll get into Loris after. But <laughs> same. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. I think we might agree on Loris uh, after this discussion, but. He started that game off awfully. I think a shot or something went through to him, and he like sort of dove over the ball, and it just about went through, uh, went out for a corner or whatever. I was thinking, bloody hell, here we go. We are going. It's going to be four or five, like, and it could have quite easily been anyway. But after that moment, Larice was brilliant. He made some amazing saves, and if it wasn't um, for him, we'd, yeah, it'd have been three or four at half time. But yeah, we'll get into Larice. But yeah, there was all around the pitch, and and I. Again, it happens very similar to Newcastle's performance, but all around the pitch, the players are just not anywhere near it, and you can't excuse Kane or Son or and it's and that's the thing as well. It's not even like ah, oh, it's a shame like like our oh, right backs rubbish. Real, he oh, he's not good, but oh, how good was Kane? How good was Bentancourt? Like we're not even at that level at the minute. We are just all in a terrible, terrible moment. Um, and yeah, United absolutely slaughtered us for it. The thing is with that, I don't think your formation helps that. You have you've only it sets you up with, for two players to be able to express themselves. You literally have the goalkeeper, five at the back, you have a three in midfield, and obviously Richarlison's out, and so is yeah. Kuliseski, so it's literally yeah. is a 5-3-2. Yeah, so it's um, awful. It's, it's abysmal to watch. Abysmal. Five defenders, three centre midfielders who are all literally the same player. Mm-hmm. Who all do? They are centre midfielders. Yeah. They're not attacking. They're not mm. too defensive. And, and they sit in the middle of the park, and then it's just up for the other two to conjure something up. Yeah, and that night um, at Old Trafford, and I'm... Everyone knows, listen, take notes. I'm not Hoiberg's biggest fan, but are you not? <laughs> <laughs> that night, United in the first half, I thought, I mean, we were awful, but he was definitely the best one out of those three. Basuma, again, what is he up to at the minute? Bentancur had a poor game, um, and I just thought, like I'm saying, like you couldn't just say, oh, Hoiberg is rubbish or Royale rubbish. He cost us game. Dyer was rubbish. He cost us game. But yeah, I don't know. It just yeah, it's, I think the formation doesn't help you. I think a three, three at the back, five at the back. Um, you play that formation because you're compensating for something. So you're you might be weak on your left side, or your your middle centre back is not good, so he needs help. So players like Maguire playing the central of the of a back three because they've got two people next to them mm. to help them out. And Dyer is no different. Yeah, he's no different to that, and he's proved that this week. And it's similar to like you said, it's a great, it's a compensate for the players. You got yeah. Ben Davis, who who is quite a good left centre back yeah. in that three. Mm. But he couldn't play in a two, no. and his left back. I don't think he's quick enough. No, and he's, to, a, he's to an okay left back. He's a five, like I said before. He's a five, six out of ten, seven out of ten, mm-hmm. like maybe um, as a left back on his own. But he's not gonna. He's not a top four left back. He's not gonna win you a cup. He's not gonna win you a title, is he? Ben Davis is just a solid prem player. But yeah, you need those players mm-hmm. around him to to help each other out. And maybe. you wouldn't want Royale on your team 
regardless. <laughs> let alone yeah. a right back. Yeah, well, regardless. Um, never, I never think know. I'd probably say something about Doherty. Yeah. And then Cessna and Perisic are wing backs. Yeah. I wouldn't fancy any of them at left back on the, in a four. Yeah, yeah. I, no, yes. And yeah, the Newcastle game was a prime example. Sort of, we'll talk about everything at once. I think it's probably the best way yeah. to go about it. But for example, that Newcastle game, I'm jumping ahead, but we. We finished the game um, with four four fullbacks on the pitch, and yeah. arguably Dyer, when he first came, was a right back. Yes, four so out of five. Technically, maybe definitely four, but potentially like five players all at the back are all fullbacks. We had Royale and Doherty on one side, <laughs> uh, Dyer in the middle, and Davis and uh, Perisic. And who Perisic is like a makeshift left wing back anyway. So mm. yeah, there's so many things that are going wrong at Tottenham. So many things. That's the sort of problem I think with Conte though. He does sign these players for that system, mm. and just for example, he leaves. You are stuck with all the players who are who are suited for a system yeah. that not every manager wants to play. Yeah. Um, I mean, I personally really do not like that five at the back. I don't like no. it for England. I just think it's a negative formation. Like I said, it compensates yeah. for players not being good enough. Like yeah. I think it's a short. It's always a short-term thing. Yeah. If you've been there a year, you need to find players that can play a better system. Yeah. And and. Like you said about um, like his short-term goal, uh, short-term sort of thing to achieve. But managers, for example, come in when they're at the bottom of the table and like, right, we need to shore up our defence. We're going to play five across the field or five at the back. And for a few games, we're just going to try and not concede and nick the game. And and we're playing five at the back religiously without any any shifting. And that's, I mean, that's one of Conte's massive issues is that he's so stubborn and he has has his ways. And he's supposed to be the elite of the of elite managers and meant to be the best of the best, but. He just plays one way and that's it. So is that, I don't know, is that any yeah. good? Who yeah. Surely you should ad- adapt and be able to change, but he doesn't. Well, talking of ad- managers who can, elite managers who can adapt and, yeah. <laughs> and change. Yeah. There was like Ar- Arteta, when he first yeah. came into Arsenal, that was the formation he played yeah. because the players were so bad. Yeah. And he played it for six months, won an FA Cup out of it. And then as soon as we got to the new season, he stopped playing it. Because yeah. he then had his first transfer window when he could sign some players he actually wanted, wanted to, be, yeah, yeah. to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but Conte's formation is is that. Yeah. But um, I personally think with him, I don't know what you feel as a Spurs fan, um, he doesn't want to be there. He, I, I get the impression yeah. of him from, I say I'm a neutral, that he's doing you a favour. That's how it comes yeah, across. And that, that's what I've got, I've got here, that I think Conte's been... Uh, let off massively, like ma- let off lightly by all everyone who's involved with football and Tottenham, Tottenham especially, and the fans even more so. Um, yeah, he just, I just think he always comes out and he's always, he's always moaning about something. He's always saying, "Oh, we don't have enough players. Our squad is not, it's not good enough. They've got players out injured. The, like for example, Basuma and Spencer not quite ready tactically to play. And oh, like yes, I might sign a contract or I might go. Like just constantly, like a Klopp, like a. Like the top managers have always been there, always moan about something. Mm. Like Wenger did it, Ferguson used to do it all the time. Um, I've got here as well that Conte is being paid about fi- around 15 million. So at the minute, he's a, supposedly, according to what I found, the third highest in the Prem paid. So Klopp and Pep are yeah. roughly a little bit more. Um, so Conte's been paid 15 million pounds by Tottenham, by Levy, by whoever, Enoch, whoever's doing it, to, to manage us each, each year, each season. So surely now is a time. That he needs to show his worth and and show how good of a manager he supposedly mm. is and is and was. But the, the counter argument to that is that apart from was it for your first ten games was your best ever start to a Premier League season. So something there is working. Yeah. But it's just not. But um, yeah, it's, it doesn't. It's really tough. It, it's, it's frustrating, isn't it? Because it yeah, looks like really you could do more. Yeah. 
but on the same on the same argument, you've never done more before yeah, because exactly. that is and your no, best. I've got it, I've got which it, is such yeah. a strange conundrum to yeah, be in, no, isn't it? Do you go? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say some stuff about us anyway, but it's yeah, it's it's so funny, and you probably think bloody old Jack, like, we're having a massive meltdown. You've like you said, you're third, you've had your best side ever, blah blah. But three big games: Arsenal away, lost, played off the park. Uh, United away, lost, played off the park. Newcastle, they came to our lane. And absolutely took took the piss out of us. Absolutely, Callum Wilson just mm. just absolutely run us ragged. The I think the Newcastle fans just had a party for the whole day. Like they, they it, yeah, it's ridiculous. So three supposedly big games for Tottenham, and we think we're top four and going to challenge and win all these win sort win something. All this rubbish. We've got Conte, we're amazing. We've got Harry Kane, three massive games, and we lose all three. Mm. Well, I even had a fourth in there. No, you won't like it. You brought your eyes at you, but it was West Ham away, and it's a draw. Like that's yeah. a. That's a stat. That's a normal. If you want to see improvement, yeah, they're the games. Yeah. They're the games you need to win oh, like, yeah, to, no, like, to prove yeah, that yeah, you're which, going, yeah. you're moving somewhere. Yeah, that West Ham is a sort of different, uh, different game itself. But yeah, I agree. Like if we think we're that team, then we should go to West Ham with full of confidence and go and win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. There's it is, and like I said, you probably think like having a massive meltdown. But the performances we are we have played this way against United against Newcastle. We've played that way exactly the same. At Brighton away, at, at West Ham, at Southampton at home, Fulham at home. Like we haven't played any different. So yeah. yes, we got the results, but it wasn't because we were playing well. It's because we got certain players in certain positions who were playing well. Yeah, who, play, who played well that in game in that moment. Like yeah. Leicester, Son was brilliant in the second half. Scores a hat trick, comes off the bench. But yeah, we have not changed. We are playing the same way. And this was, Arsenal was always going to happen, and and now Newcastle United, uh, Newcastle and Man United in the same week. So yeah. Um. So, at the beginning of the season, you'd signed Spence, Richarlison, Perisic, Fraser Foster, and Lingley, if I pronounce that right. Yeah. I think it's, they, were the, they were the five, weren't they? Yeah. Um, out of all them five, standout one for you? Perisic, for me, the rest. Richarlison looked promising. Well, I know it's still very early on. It's still early in the season. But in his first few games, he was sort of coming off the bench. He was lively. He's that bit of a chaos factor and... He thought, yeah, get behind him, and he still obviously I still be, I still am, I still support him, I still want him to do well. But when he started recently, he actually doesn't look that amazing. And yes, that's tough because Tottenham aren't good at the minute. So and it's not all Richardson's fault, but he just I don't know I don't know if he he's definitely not worth sixty million, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, Richardson just looks very average. Perisic for me is the, probably the best one we've acquired, um, mm. but Spencer has hardly ever played. Gets like thrown on every last two minutes. Um, Basuma, I've, oh yeah, Basuma, yeah, missed him out. Sorry, we'll, we'll yeah. get on to Basuma, but um, yeah, just another one barely played. I think, I think I've got here to be fair. I mean, I'll mention it in a sec, but yeah, Basuma has appeared eleven times for Tottenham, two full games. One at United, he played um, 82 minutes, and then he played 70 minutes once. The rest, so six, seven games, he's played 105 minutes. <laughs> so he's just bit part player, 10, 15, whatever, five yeah. minutes. So it's tough in that sense. But yeah, when he's played, bloody hell, he looks like he looks like Suzuko's brothers turned up, and yeah. he's like 14 years old, doesn't know his head from his arse. So, and you'd yeah. think after we've had 12 games now, yeah, you'd think Conte would know. What he's, what he's about, yeah. whether he's going to push Hoiberg that's why, or... That's why he plays Hoiberg and Bentecourt, because obviously Basuma... You don't fancy him, nowhere no. near it, yeah. And I, I, I despise Hoiberg, but <laughs> when your options when your options are that, then you, I suppose he hasn't got much choice. But, but um, then in the same sense, they're the players he's brought in. Whether, yeah, they're his signings, yeah. yeah. 
And Conte can't say, oh, it's, it's not me, it's Lee. No, no, you've had the summer, that's your, that's on you. These players you have brought in, like, and mm. everyone says in on Twitter and all the people that pretend they know stuff, oh, we got Longley instead of someone else, for like Bastoni from wherever into where he plays for. Mm. And we've got an old, old left-back Perisic and, like, you know, there's always, so instead of Perisic, we should have got someone, but we end up with Perisic. Yeah, instead yeah. of Basuma, you know what I mean? There's always that chat and that's just no, these is who we've got. That's what we dealt with. So yeah, just keep deal with it. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah, we spent sixty million pounds on one single player. You can't you can't complain about that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, well, the thing about Richardson for me, I think he's obviously a good player. I think he might be a sixty million pound striker for a team. Yeah, but you don't play him striker. No, we he, him off. We compensate because we've got Kane. Yeah, he's a. Unfortunately, he's a Spurs player, have had that yeah. conundrum for yeah. ten years, however long yeah. Kane's been there. Yeah. Is that you have to? Who? Are there any good second choice no. strikers? No one wants to be a second choice striker. No. Who's any good? Um, well, the thing with Richardson for me, he's Spurs are playing him. He's like a what's the saying? He's a square in a round hole. Yeah, yeah. He's a good player, but yeah, I don't think he's getting the best out of Spurs because yeah. he's going to play off the left, and then he's yeah, he a winger. Then he's not. A, he doesn't want to track back. He's a good in the air, but in then a five you, three two or um, five two three. He's not a right winger. He shouldn't be playing a five two three and in that formation. Yeah, there's. It's, that's what I'm saying about Conte though. Like. Is he all that? Is he? I don't know. But then there's the same. Is it just Tottenham? There's so many. There's so much. And this week is just broiled to light. There's so much. He's obviously a good manager there, but I just, for me, I remember Drummond. Ne- uh, not his biggest fan, Gary Neville, but he was so adamant he did not want him anywhere near Man United mm. for the process that they were going to go through. Because yeah. um, he I plays the way he does. Yeah, I don't think he was the best. Or maybe it was the best point for Spurs at the time. I, I, I didn't really care to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you put it. Yeah, you're, um, you're just happy that we're. Playing the way we are. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Um, but you are. What you third? Third. And a large part of that is because Harry Kane is having another season of his yeah. life. Yeah. Was he ten goals now already? Was he got ten? Yeah, ten. He scored at the weekend. But again, Kane. He's yes, he scored that amount of goals, but that hides away from the fact of actually how he's playing in the in mm. big moments. Arsenal away, Newcastle at home, Manchester United away. Awful, absolutely awful performances. Like. And then, yeah, it's Kane and Son, the, the two names. Like, yes, they can brighten away or Fulham at home, Southampton at home. Yeah, great. That's, we expect that. We, but we want you to turn up in a game when it matters the most. And, yeah, this season so far, they haven't. But that's going back to my thing with that formation. I just find the 5-3 and then the 2 are so far advanced. Oh, yeah. uh, the 2, yeah. there's no player to join up the 2. No. there's no. I don't know. But where are goals coming from apart from ever 2? Yeah, well, Hoiberg. <laughs> oh, there, that's, that's, yeah, that, there's your answer the problem, there. Yeah. Like you would expect yeah. maybe Perisic to chip in with a yeah. couple. You'd expect maybe the other right wing. But I'm going back to Chelsea. His Chelsea days, um, Conte. So yeah. we had Moses. He got a few goals and Alonso. My God, how many goals that bloke saw? But I think as well the maybe our group players aren't playing the way Conte wants us, him to play. So you're, I know you're saying like the obviously we watch it and you see it, but Kane is on a sofa up the pitch and there's the midfield three a gap of like 20 30 yards and then the back five are literally on the edge of the box so so obviously yes we're not playing the formation well and and the style well but change it adapt mm. it it's obviously not working we're not playing well so change your style maybe play for at the back or play different players that's the first thing i would do even though it's, it's easier said than yeah. done but always go to back four and then get your two holders in there yeah one in the middle and then your then your front three because your front three when you when all fit are probably you could could hold a what's the saying 
hold a candle to any of yeah, yeah. the front three our, in the Premier League. Our front three on paper, you'd think are brilliant, and you can't argue it. But yeah, at the minute we've just been absolutely shocking. Uh, just quickly on the Newcastle game, so they went one up early on. Um, <clears throat> sorry, yeah, one straight ball through us through the whole team straight over Dyer, Larice. So that's sorry, going back. First half hour of, of Newcastle was not brilliant, but it was okay. We were in the game. We had a couple of chances. Someone was threatening, and it looked like quite an even game. And then yeah, that one ball went straight through us. Larice, whoop whoop, it's the sound of Larice. <laughs> Came charging out and then decided, actually, I'm not going to do anything to the ball. I'm just going to fall on the floor, throw my hands up, look at the ref and hope for something. And Wilson's gone, what are you doing, mate? And just dinked him. Lovely finish, right? Yeah, brilliant. 25 25 yards out. Easy 1-0. So you're saying no foul? No, not a chance. Okay. Not a chance. What are you saying? Um... I'm saying no foul because it's Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) But if that's Ramsdale, I'm I'm also annoyed at the goalkeeper, but I'm thinking... He has literally. I know he's got nowhere to go. It's one of them ones for me. Like, I mean, he's had like Wilson's arms out, and in the moment, you're as a fan, you're frustrated. As you think it's a foul, but Lurie, what is Lurie doing? It's just that's yeah. Oh, it's pathetic. It's very bad goalkeeping. Yeah. He's just come out, clear everything, clear Wilson, smash the ball. Okay, you messed up. Grab Wilson, foul him, whatever. Do something. Don't just mm. <laughs> don't do anything but what you did. And Dyer as well to blame for that because he's running back and then. He obviously sees Luis go down. He doesn't. You think right? Doesn't my react. goalie's my goalie's nowhere to be seen. I've just got to sprint back to that goal line. I might not even get the ball. I might not be anywhere near it. But at least make the right decision. In right, I'm going to sprint back to the goal uh, goal line and attempt to stop the ball. But yeah, and then the second goal, Luis again, his his ability with his feet is disgusting. Shambolic. It is disgusting. Um, <clears throat> and that was shown with the second goal. He clips it out to Session. Nowhere near Session for a start. If it did reach Session, it was going round his neck. Their bloke obviously wins the header. Session tries to get back. Um, Almiron gets the ball. Long lay, bloody hell. <laughs> he sent him. I don't think he was sent for a hot dog. He just didn't no. do it. He didn't like a bit of skill, but it wasn't like. No, Long just stood <laughs> looking at him. Straight shoulders, um, like chest towards like Newcastle fans. Almiron's gone, okay, mate, I'm just going to tap it round you. Sprint. And Long like still looking at him. Oh, just awful defending. And again, Larice comes out. Almiron slops it underneath Lloris' body. Mm. It's just, just calamity of errors. But that is that sums us up. That is them. That is that is that is Tottenham at the very at the very moment. Um, so shall we shall we go on to um our flops and ones to watch for Spurs? Uh, yeah. Or you got any more you wanna you wanna? Oh, uh, I've on got that? a lot to say. Um, Oh, who have I got? Because my flops and my ones to watch is where I think there's some... Alright, we can... Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Go on, go ahead. You start. Who do you... Should we start off? Uh, should we... I'm going to start my one to watch. Yeah, let's go. So this is a player we think, playing for the current team, so Spurs, is a player we should watch out for for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. And I haven't necessarily meant that as a good thing. <laughs> okay, that's though. That's I like it. I mean, I have. That's why I've two guys, but go for it. Go on. My one to watch is Hugo Lloris. Yeah. Because I, I'm not a Spurs, he, he's I assume he's a Spurs legend. Like he's been there, what's he been? Ten years now, captain, World like, Cup winner, World Cup winner, French captain. Um, has he won anything at Spurs? No, oh, no I'm not saying that. You know, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm winding you up in a like cocky way. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm being, I'm I'm being facetious. Um, he's obviously been a great goalkeeper, but these last three, I'd say two, three years, where the Edisons and the Allisons have come in, when they're playing their feet. De Gea is a prime example where his now reputation has dropped a lot. Yeah. 
And I think Lloris is on that. Yeah. Is well, on that um, dropping down. He's, he's the best goalkeeper I've ever seen at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's a, sh- a short period, I know, but he's the best goalkeeper I've ever seen. Um, potentially the best goalkeeper I will see, but... And like I said, he's won the World Cup. French, how can you be the French captain, but you can't kick the ball above 20 feet and more than 50 yards? He loves How can you He loves that? a left-footed... Shank. Like um, a shank or a clipped ball oh. with like like a backspin yeah. and, and like just, and about a foot higher than oh, someone's head. It's just unbelievable. I don't care. Like Especially say, to the left back. Yeah, and you say, "Oh, look, all the same." Yeah, of course. I'm not saying he's not a bad goalkeeper, but his kicking ability and and that puts us in danger. That you saw that at the weekend. It puts us in horrible danger, and you can't play like you did at Man United. Ten out of ten, amazing saves, all the rest of it, and then turn up on Sunday. And play like an absolute foot. Like you cannot do that. For me, it's, it's quite funny because he's literally the absolute opposite of Ramsdale. <laughs> Ramsdale's like a really good footballer. Yeah, yeah. But I still think there's a lot to be. Um, well, I don't know what the saying is. A lot to desired, be, yeah. desired yeah. about his actual goalkeeping. Yeah, massively coming at crosses, punching, yeah. catching. Like, but yeah. his footballing ability second to none. Yeah. Um, yeah, Larice. So it's a thing. Did he sign a two-year contract last year? Possibly. I mean, I know he was signing one in the summer, yeah. didn't he? Um, I, that's what I think is. And it's just, I've just put him on there, but I think, will obviously Fraser Foster get a chance if he continues this? I mean, it's a big call to drop yeah. your captain. Yeah. Um, and Fraser Foster isn't. He's and a good goalkeeper. Point, I, say, I, don't, but, I don't think Forster will get a chance. Um, but the thing is, Forster's not been brought in to replace Therese. No, no. And, no. and that's our biggest issue. So, like you said, Therese has been there 10, 11 years, whatever. Loads of appearance, played loads of games. Has been a brilliant goalkeeper at times, but there's got to be a point where you've got to move on. You've got to... Look for something else for like 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 with Kane for example he will not be there forever and when Kane goes we are stuffed. do you not think we are stuffed huh you don't think he's gonna be there forever no no well, well I mean he might be but as in he when he retires for yeah example. yeah oh yeah yeah sorry yeah, yeah and that might be I don't know that might be four five six years away but mm. even then I'm thinking at that time we are stuffed and Larice is no different and why I just don't know why no one's ever tried to bring someone else in the closer we got to it was Gazaniga but. He only played because Larissa was injured, obviously mm. a horrific injury. And Gazaniga was okay, he was like a solid Premier League goal. It wasn't fantastic, but he wasn't a he was just different to see and he was he'd done a he'd done okay in a few games, but that's yeah. the closest we've ever got to ever <laughs> number two. <laughs> we signed Joe Hart. Yeah. It's decent. He's decent. Up. He's awful and you see him at Celtic now, but that's what I'm saying. We signed Fra- um yeah, Joe Hart, Fraser Forster, that just yeah <laughs> Brad Brad that random Spanish bloke now plays for Marseille, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. A... Yeah, so, Larice. Who's your one to watch? Uh, my one to watch is a like a positive one, if you like. And I've gone for Kulazewski. I said it before, and he's out injured at the minute. But, yeah, he's brilliant. And we what we've seen recently, we we miss him massively. We do. And, yeah, he's just a brilliant player. And in the formation, the style that Conde plays, he's perfect. He carries the ball. We can dribble with the ball. Gets past players. He's obviously a, um, a very good left foot. He's a very intelligent player. And yeah, when he's back fit, I think we'll see a difference. When so, is yeah. he due back? Well, we were hoping this weekend, but again, he was he wasn't in the squad. Um, potentially could make it make the squad tomorrow, but ideally by the weekend. But then mm. if it carries on, there must be something horribly wrong. And my flop, I've gone for um, Richarlison. Yeah, there's a there's plenty. There's I mean, a few I, players. There's I, a few I think players. that's a bit harsh, but he's played ten games. Mm. No goals, mm. six million pound. I know that's just a stat. It doesn't yeah. say he played. He did. He did play well when he came on. And he hasn't obviously yeah. started all the games. Um, yeah, he, no, I just he's, think he's a tough one. I mean, he was. I did think of him, but 
I don't know. You, I, I also really don't like him as a person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's, he's it, them, like yeah. every single opposition pl- him, fan. If he's, yeah, if he's not on your side, you despise him. But yeah, he scored twice in Champions League on his day, on his home Champions League day, which is quite exciting to see. And, and was good. And he he has had has him had his moments so far. But yeah, there's still, like you said, a, a lot to be desired for um, Richarlison. Definitely. And I will quote what you said about him. He needs to stop crying. Yeah, he does. I texted the other <laughs> Too day. Too many tears. What did he... He cried in Champions League and then he cried the other day. He got like, injured, injured, didn't he? And then, like, just stop crying. He needs to stop crying. Yeah, just get over it. Stop crying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, that's absolutely fair point. <laughs> um, my flop is... Spoke very brief, but yeah, Basuma at the minute. I just think... I mean, I was hoping and I'm still... I'm, I think he's still capable, but I was hoping he could come in straight away and start and be the be our centre midfielder. But yeah, like I said... Uh, 11 appearances so far, just very, just looks all over the place to be honest, looks almost frightened, playing really within himself and he obviously is, he's obviously worried about not playing again and doing what Conte wants which is fine but you've got to, you've got to express yourself and try and play with that bit of confidence but yeah, Basuma for me at the minute. Yeah, perfect. Um, Shall we have a quick break and then we'll come back to Fulham, Villa and Leeds? Uh, yeah, or but briefly, I've just got really? one final yeah? thing to say about Tottenham. <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot here, but... Here we go. <laughs> bits out. Just the final thing. And all I say is, and t- we always get called Spurs here, it's typical Tottenham, but ultimately, is this just Tottenham? And I've got here, we've tried it all. We've got we've tried new up-and-coming managers. For example, V.S. Boris at the time was supposedly the next best thing. He's Mourinho's godchild and all this, all this rubbish. We tried him. Didn't work out. We had the best players. We've had Modric, we've had Bale, we've had Berbatov. And they were brilliant at the time. We sold them for lots of money. So we were then reinvesting the money. Got a, um, a wide range of players from all over the world. Didn't quite work out. We've not spent money. So we had Poch and that area of a group of players that were brilliant. We spend a bit of money here and there. But we were sold right. No, Poch is going to be the man. This is a squad. We're going to do things. Achieve nothing. And then we've spent loads of money. We've we've spent loads of money, um, money on managers. We've... Do you know what I mean we've done Mourinho, everything. yeah. We've, we had we had Mourinho, arguably and um, still arguably the greatest m- manager of all time. Didn't work out; was awful. We've now got Conte paying him one of the highest wages in in world football, let alone the Premier League. And we're we're performing the way we are at the minute. This year, this summer, just gone. He spent all that money, brought all those players in. Mm. I just don't know. And and even that, we've we've had the best players. So Kane, arguably the best striker in the world. We've kept him. Levy last summer could have sold him. Made absolutely tons of money on the bloke but it's kept him we've kept some for now is yeah we've tried everything is it ultimately is it just Tottenham is it just us it's a good question to ask and I will say we're episode 15 and I'd say in under a year's time mate we're going to be sitting here and we're going to be discussing Pochettino at Spurs again and whatever he's doing maybe he's rekindled himself at Spurs or they're still struggling he'll be the next manager he'll be the next manager he's sitting there waiting waiting to come back home he's waiting for a and that's the thing Conte don't want to be there. Yeah, Poch does. I think Poch is a nice, cheap option. Obviously, you're gonna to have to pay. You're gonna to have to pay more money to sack Conte. Actually, no, you won't because his contract runs out soon. So yeah. it's a it's a nice, cheap option. And you could, be, you could be correct. I just think it's one of them things that I don't know. Maybe it's just Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, on that bombshell, we'll come back very shortly. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. 
Good evening. Dracula has returned. So from one manager under a bit of scrutiny, scrutiny, can't get words out, um, to a manager that's been sacked and replaced by Dracula. Unai Emery. Unai bloody Emery has returned. Wow. That was, yeah, that was following Villa's um, pretty abysmal display, wasn't it? Um, Fulham away in the midweek. Yeah, well, it was shambolic, but I did not expect Emery to be in charge. No. Yeah. I came out. No, you sent me the link, and I was like, clicked, and I yeah. was like, "Whoa!" Like sort of fake reports <laughs> that someone had conjured up, but yeah, I mean, Emery's back. What then. is going on here? <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. It's a very. I don't know it's one of those. I mean, they paid. Supposedly, they paid a um, release clause for him, and six million euros. It it, it kind of just been an overnight thing, right? We were rubbish night. Uh, get rid of Gerard. Let's get Emery, and they must have been thinking about it and. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's a brave one. Well, according to reports, I don't know what you believe of that, but obviously they apparently they spoke to Poch. He was like, no. Mm. They contacted Tuchel, didn't they, as well? And he was like, apparently, no. Yeah, apparently. And was it Gerard's old assistant now at QPR they also talked about? And he turned it down. The, the wall, someone from Wolves or something. Michael Bill, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because he was the one that... Wolves wanted. And he, he turned... was with Gerard, I think, in his like, backroom staff. Yeah. And then he got, took the job at QPR. And supposedly he's, he's sort of like a... He's, he looks like he's going to do well and maybe one of the next managers get, gets a chance in the Prem. But yeah, he said no. He stuck to his guns and stayed at QPR. Yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a strange one for me, that. I mean, Emery's in his comfort zone at Villarreal. He's won a Europa League there. That's what he's good at. Um, his biggest stumbling block at Arsenal was his communication skills. Yeah, I mean, um, I've got here some like a few figures and whatever, but Arsenal, he finished fifth, I think. Was that is that correct? I might be horrible. Yeah. And then he he was eighth in his second season, but got sacked quite early on. Yeah, it was but, like nine, seven games on the trot. Oh, really? Something okay. Like so he just, well, yeah. I mean, I don't really remember Emery as such, but what was he just having a having a mare? Awful football. Mm. Um, awful signings. Mm. Um, he got he overtook Wenger's last team, which wasn't a bad team. It was probably Wenger's worst team, but it wasn't a bad team. You had Ozil, Bamiang, Lacazette. Um, Koscielny was still there, um, but of course he was yeah. the he was after Wenger, wasn't he? He was the yeah, he was the first one. Yeah. So that's always going to be that was all, whoever that was. It was going to be horrible. It just oh, it just didn't work, mate. He, the, the worst thing was he he lost the fans and the players in the last five to six games of the season, where we lost we lost to Palace, we drew to Brighton at home, we lost to Wolves away. I think I think we needed to get one point to get in the top four. And then we went and lost the Europa League final and that just yeah. finished him off. He was done from there. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean the one thing he was brought in to do, win the Europa League. He could <laughs> that yeah. was yeah. But then yeah, like you said, he's won I think he's won it four times, three with Seville and uh, one at Villarreal, didn't he, in twenty twenty one. So I know he's got a ridiculous amount of experience over nine and fifty games across I think it's um seven sides. And I think he started in Spain in second division and sort of made a name for Name for himself and got promoted. So I don't know it's a there's a lot of yeah European um, pedigree experience yeah. and pedigree. Yeah, it's an interesting one because obviously Newcastle went for him originally. Mm. That is one thing I was gonna say that Newcastle that he supposedly again like you said about the sources information, but Una Emery was their first choice, was their main mm. their main man. You see Newcastle now, the money they've got and and what they're trying to do. So yeah, there must be something about him. You don't know yet, do you? My thing with Villa though is that obviously. Gerard got sacked in the week. 
Um, I was actually rattled by. Um, I was on the train back from Arsenal on the Thursday, and I was talking chat to a West Ham fan. Oh yeah. And he was like, "Moy's out," and I was like, "Okay, yeah, like, who 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 is there what, to who, replace?" Yeah, what can and he was that? like, "Steven Gerrard." Oh. And the silence. <laughs> I sort of looked at him like. I actually remember I saw my dad at the time I actually got up and left <laughs> <laughs> I walked halfway down the aisle and then my phone buzzed off and he was just like Gerard's been sacked and I was like well I'm coming back down that train to yeah, yeah. <laughs> chat to this guy um, but do you think Gerard deserves to get sacked? Um, yes I suppose I mean they weren't I don't think Villa will go down also don't they weren't going to go anywhere really they were just going to be that mid-table side and Gerard wasn't like Lampard, I think they, their name precedes themselves. Mm. But like you said, is it just Spurs? What are Villa? Exactly. What, what, are, what, what are Villa here. to you? Oh, exactly. I've got here Villa. Villa to me are this side. So in, when they're first in the last, what were we, 2022. 20, so th- this is from 2019 to 2020. They were 17. <laughs> 17. <laughs> me and Tate. <laughs> we got exactly the same stats. So, <laughs> Villa, 17th, just escaped relegation when they're at West Ham away, Jack Grealish, blah, blah. So, obviously, the first thing, they just got promoted back in, great, 17th, ideal. Then they're 11th. Which they should have been relegated that year. Yeah, they were all Be- Because of the, um, they didn't the turn season, on, yeah, they yeah. didn't turn on goal and technology, yeah. and they should have been relegated yeah. that year. Season after, 11th, good improvement, 14th, uh, um, sorry, 15th, 16th, when they got relegated, so 15th, 16th, then they got back into the 1920. So the 15-16 season, they were 20th and relegated, and they won three games. They won three English Premier League football games. And Tate, how many managers did they have that season? Um, Tim Sherwood, Remy Gard. Um, if you get this one, I'll just rip my paper up. <laughs> Tim Sherwood, then Remy Gard, and then, oh... It's a, the, you'll know, there's... How many... So what's the number? Um, so he's got two. How many more? Tim Sherwood started it. Yeah. And then Remy Gard took over, and then yeah. they had one. And then did they have one then to lead him into the championship? Yes. They had four. Correct. They had four. So in that se- in that season, they had four. I mean, you wouldn't get a third. It was Eric Black. I couldn't even tell oh, you who he was. He was the, the, but the main coach the other there. guy was Kevin McDonald, like a youth coach. Oh, and they, we wouldn't got him. They give him a chance, but that's that is Villa, like you said. What is Villa to you? That is Villa. Aston Villa are that. And and I, I don't know where they were when they got when they got mm. sacked, but as they won on the weekend, they're now fifteenth. Yeah. So seventeen, eleven, fourteen, and fifteen. Yeah. Them numbers look to me from outsider. Yeah. As they should. Villa are always going to lose more games. They're going to win mm-hmm. because they're Aston Villa. Yeah. It's the same as uh, half the teams, but yeah. more than half the teams in Premier League are going to lose more games. Yeah, there's discussion the other week, didn't we? All uh, those the sides that are twentieth to eighth, ninth. Like, yeah. Like your Brentfords, Bournemouths, Southamptons, Villa, like any of them could go. Yeah, Everton at the minute, but Leicester, o- like there. Also, any of them could finish eighth. Yeah. So, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know what I don't know what Villa expect. I mean, uh, supposedly they've got big owners, got lots of money, but they do spend. Yeah, they, they? they spend a lot, but obviously at the minute they can't attract the players because they're Aston Villa. But yeah, the I don't know. I don't know what they think they are, where they should be, but yeah, that is Aston Villa. So over Gerrard's thirty-one games, eight wins, eight draws, fifteen losses. And a 25% win rate, wasn't it? I think it was. Over his last 31 games. Yeah, Gerard. Yeah, it's just... I don't but know. Then, what are, like, like, like we just said, they are a mid-table team. If you're finishing 10th here and around 13th, like, mm. is that not a good season? Yeah. You haven't got any 
stand out player? What players from Aston Villa would you look at as if you're taking over Spurs manager? You can yeah. sign one player. Who's signing? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, but the the one to watch for me would be Douglas Louise. But I, yeah. I mean, their squad is like you're saying. Their squad is just so In- so interesting. Rapid. You say that. Because Arsenal put in some bids yeah. for him, and I didn't really want him. I no, he no. was yeah, he was yeah. like, that's, that, yeah. mm, like he's he's a good player, but yeah, I've got yeah, I'll, I'll explain a little bit. But yeah, their squad, like you're saying, is just it is just that mid-table average, like Danny Ings, an older Danny Ings, a Watkins that will work hard, score a few goals. Yeah, and then I just don't know. I just don't know what they expect. And Emery, I don't know Emery's a it's a he's a brave one. I think it's just a very brave one. I, I don't um, really know what. Why he's gone there? Like I thought, like, I don't know, maybe he could have got a bigger club in mm. I don't know, Italy or something. I don't know, mm. but he, I think he's always wanted. He wants to. He come wants back the challenge show, to come back and yeah. show that he can actually do it in the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's right. But what is doing it with Aston Villa? Yeah, like exactly. eighth, like exactly. yeah, that's good. Well done, but yeah. Because the thing is now, Unfor- go on. Unfortunately, you're never going to finish sick Unle- no. unless you get a Saudi owner. No, no exactly. Like, the only reason Eddie Howe is doing really well at Newcastle. It's got to spend like yeah. two hundred million pounds. Yeah, and they've got loads of money. They're buying good players. Um, but yeah, Emery's going to come in, and Villa now the Villa fans will be like, "Ah, oh, it's all right. As long as we, long as we stay in the league, we'll be fine. Then we go again next season." So what? What Gerard? I don't know. It's just yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just the. Uh, it's very frustrating. I mean, no, I wasn't a massive Gerard fan. No, and I'm not. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a good manager. He's done it in Rangers, but Rangers is like a League Two side and playing against non-league teams, so it's just mm. not the same, and they. And Celtic are their biggest competition who are showing this year they're far better than Rangers. So, I think, yeah, the Scottish, you can't really count that as Gerrard. And mm. It's tough for Gerrard. Like, where does he... What does he do now? Does he, he, he's got to drop drop down. He has to. Well, that's, that's, we'll go into that later, but I've got him... Um, I actually put... I'll do the spoiler alert is he was my loser of the week, oh, Stephen Gerrard, because my caption... Well, where next? Oh, no, that's fine. We'll, yeah, no, we'll yeah. leave it out. But, yeah, like, it's after that defeat um, at Fulham, he, he said... We'll see what happens moving forward. Football is in my DNA. Quitting certainly isn't. And within what he two, was sacked three on hours, the coach and he was gone. Like, yeah. yeah, and and you saw, you saw in the game, it was he knew he was done. Yeah, he was defeated. He looked defeated. The players looked very similar. They just looked despondent, and they they knew it was over. And that was a, the first minute of the game, and the the fans were singing and chanting all sorts of aims. So. I think they said it was the first time Aston Villa ever conceded a penalty, got a red card, and scored no yeah. goal in a game. Yeah, I mean, no, I think they're the first team ever to oh, do that. Yeah, 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 not just Villa, but well. yeah. So, but Unai Emery takes charge. He got appointed today, but takes charge as of November the first because mm. of the work permit, and so he won't actually be in the dugout for the game against um, Newcastle. The weekend, yeah. But his first game will be on Sunday, the November the sixth, against Manchester United. Yeah, good start. Nice, easy start. Isn't so, um, yeah, Unai versus um, Ten Hag yeah. will be will be an interesting one. Um, but have I got any more on Villa here? Um, I actually think that they should have more buyout clauses for managers. I think that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like fever. <laughs> they just spend six million pounds. Yeah, drop of to get him in. Million, yeah. Um, but quickly, a quick one on Gerard, and that moves me in nicely to my one to watch for Aston Villa. Mm. Is I put Tyrone Mings. Because Mings, the situation, I think, finished him. Oh, he was had enough, and he? had enough. Finished. Well, he didn't want Mings. He brought in... Uh, who's the centre-back they signed? No. Who was... He's been injured. Um, Carlos... Someone. I Douglas know. Carlos? No, I just made no, that No, Carlos... Carlos Sanchez, maybe? I don't know. Carlos... Um, they brought him in, but he's done his Achilles, so he's out until the new year. And that's why they got rid of... Well, they, they got rid of the captaincy off Mings. 
and because um, he didn't want Mings playing in that left-hand back role. But I think Mings was obviously quite a popular character in the dressing room. Yeah, he was the captain, was he? And, mm. and I'm sure they, yeah. And he was at, the, at recent times, always been parts of England's. Carlos Junior, is that it? I'm trying to get up now. The Wi Fi's <laughs> let me down. But, um, but no, I've put him as my one to watch to see if Emery fancies him. If he's going to give him a go, will he change the captaincy from from yeah, uh, McGinn well, back? Might, or? Well, you see Sunday, don't you? I mean, the the performance they put in without Gerrard. Is, I mean, they spoke about it in talk sport and other things, but it's almost a, a bit embarrassing from the Villa players, really. Like, how can you be yeah. what they were in midweek against Fulham and then suddenly on Sunday be 3 up inside 12 minutes? Like, yeah, and, and that might, and yes, that does happen in football. You you need to change your manager, things stale and go stagnant. But yeah, I mean they they might turn a corner. Those players talking about Mings, Danny Ings, and Watkins and Coutinho, Buendia, they all might suddenly turn it on. Mm. Who's your flop? My flop from where has it gone? Aston Villa is Coutinho. I'm talking so about him. So it's mine. Yeah, <laughs> go on, you, you Philip. Could you, um, well, what's he done this season? What's he been paid this season? Probably get subbed off because he's back hurt. Like, who in the Premier League would want to sign Philip Coutinho? Like, I, I just don't get that sort of player now. He's slowly dying out. Diego Carlos. Diego Carlos. <laughs> I got there in the end. I knew it was Sorry. Carlos something. Sorry. Um, I just look at him and just think, yeah. like against Arsenal, I think he came on for like ten minutes. Mm. Just like you, someone actually paid a hundred and sixty-seven yeah. million pound for you. Yeah. And I think he's like I said it last year when he first came in. I, th- I sort. Of saying what I'm about to say but I th- yeah I think he's, his injuries and his body is just failing him and he's just nowhere nowhere near it nowhere well, near it I anymore. actually remember what you said a bit earlier you said old oh, Twitter and they were old oh, Spurs fans were like saying yeah. why why have we not signed this left back but we've got an ageing one and there were people going why is no one touching why has no one got um, continue out on loan re- yeah, because yeah he, he'll play well for 5-6 mm-hmm. games to start with and then he gets his move yeah. and as soon, as soon as they've signed him he's done absolutely yeah. nothing yeah yeah, and then and a lot of Villa fans are saying that's part of the reason they've been poor. They've been Gerald's tried playing two tens with Coutinho and Buendia, but yeah, Coutinho's been awful, isn't he? And that's that's my flop from Villa. But quickly, my one to watch as I mentioned it, but Douglas Louise, and only because that I think he'll move in January. I don't think he's a brilliant player. I'm not. I'm not over. The, I'm not like bloody. I'll get Douglas Louise in, but I think he'll move to move to someone in January and and do well for them. And sign new contract though. Oh, is he just signed? Yeah. Oh, we'll just scrap that and <laughs> end the pod there. <laughs> Because Arsenal obviously bid for him because he had oh. six months left in his deal. Oh, that's what I assumed he still had that contract. No, he oh. signed it about two weeks ago. Oh, well then. Strangely enough. But yeah. Well, that scraps that then. I thought you were going to go on about how he's nearly sco- take, making corners Corn. look like free oh, kicks. Yeah. Like, he keeps no. trying to score them. Yeah, I don't really... I mean, I don't really get... I don't think he's that great. But then Villa have been awful, so it's one of them. But, yeah. Oh, Flop sh- definitely Coutinho. Should we move from Villa to Fulham after a 3-0 win? Yes, let's do it. And Fulham, I've got my first note here on Fulham. The biggest overachievers in the league so far, for me personally. Yeah, they've done well. And last week, they're one of three sides to to win both games. Um, and yeah, started with absolute thrashing Villa. But yeah, I think with that, it's like a lot of teams and it happens all the time. But when they've got their 11, sort of 12, maybe 13 players fit and ready to play, they're, they're, they're a pretty tough side. They're, they're a good team at home. They're, they're good with big Mitrovic up front. They're, they're um, quite a handful, I think. And what, they played 12 games so far. They've already played Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've already played Newcastle as well. Um, 
They're up to seventh, aren't they? Up to seventh in the league. Mm. Um, what quite an interesting stat for them is they've scored twenty-two goals and considered twenty-two goals. Mm. The goal difference yeah, is zero. Yeah, they're sort of gun ho, aren't they? They they can definitely score, but yeah, I mean Tim for me, Tim Ream. Wow, how's he even near the prem? I don't get it, but yeah, they 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 leak goals. And Mitrovic for them has been invaluable. Like how can a t- how can Fulham nine goals? I think he's already scored last time three in the Premier League. Yeah, he was yeah pretty pretty. So he's awful. tripled his tally already. Yeah, he's got two um, in a week. So he's yeah he's loving life, isn't he? He's um, got nine in eleven so far. Yeah, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, and he loves a penalty as well. He's yeah he's, he's and he's missed a penalty as well. Yeah, and he's yeah. just he's just doing well. He's I think mean, he's finally and he's only I mean I always think he's like. 33 or something but he's like 27 years he's old younger so. than me yeah he's, <laughs> he's he's perfect perfect timing really and I think they've signed well in the summer like two players I will mention is Anders Pereira pre-season Perlo um, he's playing a bit better now not just in pre-season yeah yeah he's my one to um, watch Pereira yeah. and his set pieces are a real addition yeah, to that team yeah. he's got five I've got my fantasy five assists and one goal mm. I think about four of them assists are from corners yeah straight from yeah I think Leeds win it one of the goals straight from corner again um, mm. And the yeah. other signing is Bert Nano from Arsenal. Yeah, they good. got him on a very cheap deal. I think it was like two, three million pound. And I think he's a very, very good goalkeeper. He's a similar yeah. bit for me. He's a bit similar to Lurie's. His feet is not great, mm. but as an actual shot stopper, he can and have games like he did against Man United, yeah. where he's just a joke. And Fulham, in my head, are like battling relegation. But like we said, they're up to seventh. So Leno is <clears throat> probably more than good enough to play for like a top eight club without without a doubt. And and yes, Fulham just want to stay in the league. But yeah, Leno. Then he's looking looking very decent. So your one to watch was Anders Pereira. Do you want to elaborate yeah. on that a little bit? Or? No, just similar to yeah. what you said, really. He just looks like a, a solid player. He was at United when he didn't really get given the opportunities and play as much, obviously, a big, massive club like United. But, yeah, he just looks like a decent player. He's, he's, he's in a side where he's now one of the bigger players and better players. Gets played all the time. Yeah, that's, probably a, that's gets, a good point, yeah. Probably gets given, like you said, corners and roles to, to lead the team. And, yeah, just started well. Things like he wouldn't have got at Man United. Yeah, he's, n- he's not going to be the main centre fielder. He, he goes out to the United team and just thinks, right, well, I've just got a passable to a red shirt. But yeah. Fulham, he's probably trying things and playing a more advanced role. So, And you can t- to continue my theme of um, ones to watches, <laughs> I wrote William <laughs> and Sick Emoji. More <laughs> um, the Sick Emoji as well. I've drawn it. Um, because... I don't really know how to say this in a sentence. I think I've ever said it before. Williams playing well. He did, he's yeah. just scored. Well, we said he's got like a couple of assists. And like I thought he's going there for the money. Like yeah, I don't know. I didn't he, get how that move even materialised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know why he went there because mm-hmm. he can live in London again. Yeah, and his wife yeah. can wife and kids can go back to the same school yeah. and she can shop at Harrods. That's yeah. That's the only reason I thought would be the only reason. But yeah, like you said, he's actually he gone, seems to be playing play well. football. Yeah. Like maybe it's because he speaks Portuguese and Marco Silva. Not Scott Parker. Yeah. <laughs> He's the manager. Yeah. And they obviously have a good relationship somehow. Maybe the agents know each other. Um, he just seems happier there. He seems quicker. He seems to have lost his weight he had at Arsenal. Um, or maybe he was probably spending too much time in the canteen with Lacazette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Working but with booty. It's a one to watch for me. I just think if he can get five goals and five assists, mm. he's obviously got Premier League experience. Mm. What if, if that does count for something? like? Yeah. He's... At good level though, he's not yeah. just been fight relegation. He's he's played for the best. Yeah, yeah, teams. That's, yeah, it's a good point. Um, it, he's intriguing me. He's my one to watch because yeah. he's just intriguing me. No, I'm I thinking, like yeah, no, why good. are you playing well? Like, mm, he's already scored more goals. For, he's scored the same amount of goals for Fulham than he did for Arsenal. Mm. 
And that's which yeah, is... the, I think the obvious one for me would be Mitrovic, but yeah, he's the main man. He's scoring goals and quickly on Mitrovic. He's sc- in 159 matches. He scored 92 times for Fulham since making his move permanent. Bloody hell. Yeah, and in for Serbia, he debuted in for, uh, 2013. He scored 50 goals in 76 matches. So he's more than capable. And yeah, this season he's am started I, well and he's he's proving his worth. Am I correct in saying they signed him from Newcastle? I'm pretty sure he, he was either on loan at Fulham and then they made it permanent from Newcastle. So yeah, but yeah, my, my one to watch Pereira, you went for... Um, your mate William. William. Um, I reckon we've got the same flop. I, I, yeah, <laughs> your little look there. I think, I think uh, he's a. Should ex, we say it on three? <laughs> ex Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ex Tottenham legend. Yeah, hero at Spurs. I'm going to yeah. do his celebration for the. Well, we haven't got a camera here <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, flop has to be and an obvious flop for the season is Carlos Vinicius. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Probably got similar numbers on him, but seven appearances so far, zero goals. Um, he's just a poor player. He played nine times for Tottenham in the Prem, scored once. He was a bit of a Europa League hero, <laughs> scored six goals in our group. But I just think why like that? I think it's just an awful last minute, last minute signing. Just right, we've got we've got this opportunity. Right, we're just going to get him in. Well, it's got to be some of the because again, he's a Brazilian. He can speak Portuguese. Yeah. It's something probably an easy one to mm. to get over the line. They're probably a similar agents to Marco Silva, and then the club they can get. A, it was a loan from PSV who cut. He's two loan short, two league, two year loan short. For me, he just he's just a walking red flag, mate. Oh, he plays yeah. for Benfica, doesn't he? Yeah, but That's he's been on loan at Spurs club, yeah. for one year. Mm-hmm. Been on loan at PSV for two years, but they cut it short. Yeah, there must be. Why are you then taking yeah. a chance on him? He's already proved he can't do it in the Premier League. He's proved he can't do it in the Eredivisie. Yeah. Why are you then signing him? I just don't. I mean, really. I know he's backup. Yeah. But the the drop is That's obviously exactly, not the exactly what you're about to say. Go for it, go on. It's not the same drop off as Kane, Kane to whoever yeah, it's yeah. going to be. But Mitrovic to Dan, it's it's huge. It's, it's huge. Enormous. It's far like it's far for a team like Fulham as well. Like I said, they that eleven twelve players, they have to rely on them week in week out. And and again, a team like Fulham aren't going to be able to do that. And Vinicius is. Or absolutely awful, just an awful, awful football. I mean, I, it could be. I could even go out there and have a shout and say Fulham won't win a Premier League game this season that Mitrovic isn't playing. Yeah, I think uh, he's that important that for them. Not even. That's not even like outrageous like that. Yeah. that's probably probably quite likely to happen. Vinicius is not scoring. It, it, he reminds me of. Um, do you remember Palace went like five years without a win when Zaha didn't yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's see, he's that sort of player who is just the absolute focal point and. Yeah, he's one of the main reasons they're having a superb season. Yeah, no, I like it. I, yeah, definitely agree with you. Flop for Fulham, Vinicius. And Carlos. from, should we move on from Fulham? You've got any more to say on Fulham? Or no, no, no. Fulham's all good. Go from Fulham onto the team they beat on Sunday. Yeah, the Mighty Whites. Leeds United, who are slowly but surely yeah, they are dropping. creaking their way they down. They are really dropping. And yeah, I'm not, I haven't got too much on their games as such. They, they got beat by Leicester 2-0. Um, terrible... Robin Robin Cock own goal. I don't know if you saw it or watched <laughs> it, but what a shocking bit of defending. Have you, have you been to Leicester away before? Yeah, yeah. So I've table. been there once, and that goal is right in front of the away yeah, that end, isn't it? Watch, yeah, you've and seen your defender. Oh, just you'd have been probably made eye contact with him, like surely not, mate. Please don't do what you're out to do, and yeah. he just yeah he does it, and rolls it in the back of net. So yeah, lost two 0 at Leicester, a struggling Leicester as well, um, and then yeah, Fulham at home. Yes, it was 3-2, so you think, oh, it must be a close game, but it was 3-1 and Leeds scored late on. It was a, almost mm. a consolation, but 
yeah, I just don't know. They're just. Uh, I mean, I said it at the, at the first pod, I think, and that was sort of. I thought they'd go down, but yeah, re- their recent form, they're they are awful. I mean, they've in the last five, they've drawn and lost lost four in a row. So mm. it just tells you what's happening, doesn't it? It just they're they're having a stinker. No win since August. Um, and like I said, my thing for them, if they've got a rookie manager mm. who's got no Premier League experience and they didn't sign any Premier League proven players, mm. they signed Tyler, Tyler Adams, Brendan Arison, Marco Rocca, Somerville, yeah. Siniesta, and I think there was one. And actually, the only guy they did sign at Premier League was Joel Robles. You know, Robles, yeah, he's like the third choice the the goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and that's, you're saying that, and go on, you carry on. Carry they on. just look... Lost. I don't see anyone there. I I don't watch Leeds enough to no. be able to make this co- to to be hundred percent right yeah, on this. Agreed. They don't. There's no player there who they've got Ailing and they've got Cooper who are probably their leaders, but they're borderline Championship lower league players. <laughs> I think <laughs> me and Tate are the same human being. Honestly, <laughs> I think because I think he might have copied and pasted my notes. I'm not sure. <laughs> But carry on, because what you'll say, I'll. I'll no, no, sort you carry on. Oh, I'm just. I, there's no one there, and it sounds such a Brexit FC yeah. British mentality. Yeah. Who's rolling your sleeves up, mm. and who's helping fight? Yeah. They're half full of kids. Mesley is a good goalkeeper, but he's 21. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally, yeah, I've got here. So we don't confer. We we say, oh, we talk. We text each other and say, oh, we'll talk about this this week, blah blah, and we'll go away and do our own thing. But so, like you said, lead squad. Their players around them, uh, sorry, this third forwards, they don't score a lot of goals, blah, blah, they obviously, that's an obvious problem. I've got no goal scorer here yeah, as well. <laughs> they obviously have a huge issue with scoring goals and the players around them and that support them don't score either. So Harrison's, your Sinister, or whatever his name is, like they're just not good enough. Um, and like exactly, exactly what you said, they've got a young, experienced squad, uh, but they're also their older, experienced, so-called better older players are experienced all at the wrong levels. So, for example, Luke... You, you said it perfectly yeah, there. Luke Luke Aylin, 170 appearances in League One. 220 appearances in the Championship. Robin Koch, 82 appearances in the Bundesliga. Spent three seasons at Freiburg. They finished 15th, one place outside the relegation. 13th, so slightly higher. They won one more game than a team that got relegated. And the season after, when he, when he moved to um, Leeds, they finished 8th, so just outside Europe. Mm. Last player, Matthias Klick. 56 appearances in Polish top division, 86 appearances in the Eredivisie, 96 appearances in the Championship. And yes, they were young and they're and and I've said here that it's incredible. It's a it's admirable. It's you commend them for achieving and reaching a Premier League. Something I'll never ever do. I can only ever think about. Mm. And it's yeah, it's brilliant. But ultimately, these, these sort of players aren't going to keep you in the league, and they're not going to sustain the levels you need to stay in that Premier League. So yeah, it's just. I don't know, yeah, it's funny that you've basically got very <laughs> similar notes. And, and they also have um, Emerson Royale's twin oh. left back. <laughs> <laughs> Junior Furpo. Oh. <laughs> I've just got here. So we'll go into it now. I mean, I can't say much more. But Don't tell me you're going. So who's your flop from Leeds? Um, I've gone Bamford actually. Okay, that's fine. That, that's fine. We can get to about Bamford. My flop is Furpo. Two appearances so far this season. Obviously, Marsh doesn't fancy him. Last year, Bielsa he plays 24 times, few as a sub weather, but gets a lot of more minutes. But what a shocking player he is! I've got here, left-footed Royale question yeah. mark. Like he's just awful. He's just an awful, awful player, and he's not a signing. He's just, he's just. A, I think he's just a massive flop and shouldn't be anywhere near the prem. What makes me laugh is that. 
him and Royale, this is completely off subject, yeah. completely sum up Barcelona for the last like three years. Yeah. Like, how yeah, are them two yeah, players yeah, come from yeah. Barcelona? What has happened to Barcelona? And then they produce, or supposedly produce these players, and they're just shocking. Firpo, Royale, yeah, prime examples. And they were the two, yeah, shambolic ones. Um, I've gone Bamford. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit harsh, but he hasn't scored this season. Still, f- uh, from last week against Arsenal, that was just a shambolic oh, performance. Yeah, just a, that was um, a lost moment. He missed another chance mm-hmm. against Fulham. I just look at him and just think, mm, no, nah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about yeah, him. I just, he just like you said about the other players, Cooper and Ailey, they're just championship. They are just yeah. championship. He squad. had that one good year in the Prem when he first came up, but apart from that, every time he's been in the Prem, he's been shocking. Yeah, and like you said, they've, they've tried to sign a few players here and there from supposedly bigger clubs, but they're all they're all quite young. They're all very inexperienced. They they all don't know each other. They don't mm-hmm. know Marsh. Those yeah, they're. I they've, think they're quickly dropping. And they're they're, they're they've, only going one way. So. They've collected just nine points from their first 11 games and it's the fewest of any league campaign for them since they last got relegated in 2003-2004. Yeah, yeah. And they're they've got Liverpool, Spurs, City mm-hmm. and Newcastle next. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. I don't think they'll get any points out of them. No, if Spurs they got, at home, is it? Uh, yes, it is. It is yeah, that's so after the, the World Cup, I'm pretty sure. I don't um, think they'll get any points out of them. Yeah, if they got if they get three points out of those those four games, then they'll be over the moon. But yeah, I can't I can't see it at all. Do you have any <laughs> Leeds players one to watch? Only because of my mate Benno from Feyenoord. Um said he was a very good player like last year. I've I've put him because yeah. I haven't really watched him that much, but apparently there's a player in there. He's he's he scored goals in that league. He scored goals in Europe. I know it's the mm. the conference league. Maybe he's just playing for a bad team at the moment and and he's obviously young learning the league again but I don't know yeah I've similar I've, one to watch I've had loads of question marks and I said maybe Sinistera yeah. but in saying that he's got red carded and scored twice so where Everton Brentford when they lost 5-2 and Drew of Everton won all so yeah. I mean you. that's a that's a more that I've almost wanted to put something so I just put him we've, we've got crumbs to pick from yeah. haven't we <laughs> yeah Leeds are, are doomed like I said and Marsh like I said last week <laughs> Go back to America, mate. <laughs> get, on that go, get on that flight and go home. I think that we've summed up them four teams very well. Um, we'll have a quick little break and we'll be back with question time, which is a new segment, which we will explain after the quick break. Team of the week and winner and loser. Hello, listeners. It's former England and Premier League player Matt Jarvis here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Remember to support the podcast by sharing with your friends and family and leaving that five-star review. Now come on you irons and stay loyal. Welcome back and welcome to our new segment, Question Time. So, for those of you who follow us on the Lago Laws Instagram account, you'd have seen that last night we posted questions for you to ask me and Jack to get our views on anything. It doesn't have to be football related or it can be or anything um, and we had six response, so responses from our fans. Yeah, so um, thank you very much for that. And it's hopefully if we get more questions in or whatever, it's it's good little segment. Yeah, it could be like tonight we spoke about those four teams, and and next week you want to, I don't know, whatever you want to, you support Southampton or you support Newcastle, and you want a question about it, and go for it. Absolutely, yeah. Send send them in. But yeah, or if you want Jack's it. number, if you're <laughs> please, if you're a female. <laughs> To be fair, males at this point. If you're, if you're a single male, please reveal yourself. 
Yeah, or any, anything like that. Like yeah. it can be anything funnel. The only answer, the only questions we won't answer is where the pot, where the bunker is located. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never find it out, Boyden. <laughs> so, um, do you want to kick us off, Jack, yeah, with the first off. question? So this comes from Jack Jones, who's a top, fellow Tottenham fan, I may say, and a sort of a makeshift centre half should be in goal, but classic Sunday League centre half. But here we go. He's asked. Name a player from each of the bottom five you would want in your squad. So, shall we start from Forrest? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, haven't actually, I haven't actually got anything down, so let's have a quick think. Um, Nottingham Forest For me, probably Morgan Gibbs-White. Fair enough. Would you yeah, explain? I'm trying to think... Trying to think why it would be well, him or Lingard maybe. I'd uh, no, not. Can we cut that? No, no. Can we cut that? Dancing on the Emirates. Um, oh no. Well, it wouldn't be Sergio. No. Um, mate, I, I don't know. I haven't got much, much, much to pick from. I mean, for me, it was I've I've I went for Henderson, the goalie, straight away. I just think yeah, solid English goalkeeper. I mean, he's a bit of a weirdo with his, when he wears his cap, but mm. I think yeah, he's he's, he's quite a decent goalie. Probably good enough to find a, a better team if if not Forest um, get relegated. So yeah, I mean yeah, their their squad like bottom five for for, for a reason. They're they're pretty poor, but mm. maybe look at like you'd think of Johnson. Maybe he's young, quick. Yeah, although who's, who's the fullback who plays for who used to play for Liverpool? Williams. Yeah, Nico Williams. Yeah, he's he's quite a lively player as well. But yeah, I, I feel Henderson. Henderson would be a decent decent goalie. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, Wolves for me, Ruben Neves. Or or um, Pe- uh, Pedro Neto, yeah, maybe I've, Neto. I've, I've gone for Neves. Bit of an old school centre midfielder, any like bit of a player, sort of slick back hair, rolls his sleeves up, likes to put a tackle in. Very very good passing. His right foot's brilliant. His, his shooting, he's proven, is very good. I'd actually go Neto. Actually, I've changed my mind. It's fair enough. But yeah, I've, I've said like, for some reason I have a weird sort of. I I really like Jimenez. <laughs> yeah. But I mean obviously but after his head injuries he's not yeah. quite the same player. But before I just thought again, a bit of a old school thuggish centre forward. Don't score many goals, but a real target and just yeah, quite a decent player. But yeah, Nevers for mm-hmm. me. Um well, it's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> Leeds. Well nobody. I would <laughs> I don't want anyone from Leeds United. No one. Um I'll be nice. I'll sign Luke Ayling. Would you? Only because he, I watched him play at Ars- better than Cedric. I watched him play at, for Arsenal when he was 16 and 17 and he never ever managed to play for the first team. I yeah, saw him yeah. once at a Youth Cup game against Spurs actually once. Mm. Um, but never played so I'd like for him to fulfil his dream. No, nobody. <laughs> nobody. And or Meslier. No, what? no. You, I knew you were going to say that because I'm about to say this about the goalie like Everyone claims, oh, yeah, he's young and he's, he's a good guy. No, just no. I don't want anyone from Leeds. Please, nobody come to Tottenham. Leicester. You go first. Harvey Barnes for me. Harvey Barnes, a good one. Um, mine. Right, there's a couple. Obviously, the standout ones are Barnes and Madison for me. But a player I do really like, and I think he would be... Knocking on the England door a bit more than you if you hadn't got that bad injury would have been um, James Justin. Yeah, the fullback. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a. I think there's a player in there. Mm. Um, he's but, everything you want in a like modern player, isn't he? He's yeah. Athletic, he's strong. Obviously, yeah, he's had a rough injury. Um, yeah, I think you either both footed or plays both sides. Yeah, he's right footed, left back, but he's, he must yeah. be pretty dismal with his feet. Yeah. 
But on current form, I'd have to say Madison. He yeah. looks he looks really good at the moment. Yeah, I don't, I'm, just not, I'm not having Madison, but... I just, I just like him. Yeah, I just think he's that that sort of mid-table. Like He's not a bad player, good number mm. 10, scores quite good on set-piece and things like that, but... Yeah, I, just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he'd improve. He wouldn't improve Arsenal. I mean, indeed, Tillemans. Nah, nah, Tillemans this year just. just How good about, was his goal? Yeah, great wow. goal. <laughs> Bloody what a belter! But yeah, just, yeah, he just looks like a lump, doesn't he? Just yeah, looks like a slow, sluggish centre midfielder. Yeah, I think that's the reason we never touched him because he's a bit yeah. got a bit of puppy fat. Right yeah, yeah, a bit of a bit of timber. And Southampton. Uh, I'll let you go first. Uh, I've, got, I've got my choice. <laughs> I was going to say, it's because you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we played them at the weekend. I can't say I was particularly impressed by anyone, but a player I have got a soft spot for is Che Adams for some really <laughs> weird reason. I nearly went for Che Adams. Cause of um, just because I really wanted him when we had Lacazette. I just thought <laughs> it was just something you were desperate, yeah. bloody hell. I remember being last season, I was like, I'd love to sign Che Adams in January. <laughs> I was just like, he actually looked like he ran around, he held the ball up, but rather than Lacazette just uh, putting his big bunder in the people's faces. <laughs> I mean, the obvious one, everyone probably think of like War Prowse, but I have mine's, um, after the weekend, I'm, I'm probably butchering his name, but I've gone for, I'm going to say Lianco. He played right back against Arsenal, and within, I don't know how long Nketiah had played, but Lianco had started the whole game. Towards the end, he just wanted to kill and catch him with that. <laughs> he headbutted him, head him twice. He nearly went for the headbutt. He's just a br- tatted up Brazilian, bit of a skin fade. Just looks hard as anything. And yeah, just throw him on last minute to cause a bit of a rush. How that man didn't get red carded. Oh. He um he punched his uh, <laughs> ears in the back twice. Yeah. He wanted to fight him. Like, headbutted him, Ketia twice, then strangled him. Oh, yeah, Yellow so card for all five offences. Yeah, Lianco for me. But no, I, I really like that question. Yeah, it's good. Um, Thank you, Jack. So let's move on to the next one. From our buddy, James Griff. Griffiths. Thoughts on the handballs in the West Ham United game? The goal they scored to make it 1-0 has to be a handball. It just has to be. And, that, and you're not because I was West Ham and you're Spurs. No, it just is a handball. So the rules say if it doesn't lead up to the goal, yeah. then it's not a handball. Um, okay, that rule's fine in principle. But how... Who defines who defines how long lead yeah, up means? Yeah. What? I think they if it's if it's twenty seconds, yeah. probably fair enough. But if it's, the ball doesn't leave a six yard box, no. And I think the like they they go by it directly leads. So yeah, yeah. Kera's handball, the next touch has to be the into goal. the goal. Yeah. So yes, on that logic and that wording, then the next touch is not the goal. But like you just said, how does that handball not lead, lead to, the to them scoring that goal? It's ridiculous and. Because that ball could have dropped, he could have been tackled, he could he could have easily just let it drop and score. But you don't know that. And the handball definitely allowed them to keep the ball within the, the goal line, basically, and score a goal. It just, it just has to be a handball. Well, not even that, but if you actually watch it, I've watched it a couple of times now, and well, you, I remember playing volleyball at school, and you, the ball would come over the net, and you'd have your hands, I can't really, I can't show that this yeah. is the position, but you pop it up like that. Yeah. And the way he's jumped, if that hits your belly... Yeah, the ball goes, goes down. Exactly. Ball goes down. Drops down. Yeah. Um. It doesn't go back up in the air no. again. Um. But yes. I just it's don't get. It. I don't. Know, and it's the same. It's boring talking about. But it's just again the refs. The refs. Yeah. All that rubbish. It's the penalty. Just, it's rubbish. Uh. Penalty. Okay. Fine. But. What about all the other decisions that haven't been given? So the ref doesn't give it. Var gives it. Um. I think it's harsh. I mean, I know people are saying, "Oh, it probably are." Oh, yeah, but it's. 
it's harsh, man. You're sliding well, yeah, in. He's harsh on, like you said, on the decision. He's not meaning to handball the ball. No. But no. neither's Kelly. But Kelly is yeah. it's more. It's led to the goal. It's led so, to the goal. Yeah. I don't know. Nice. I don't know what handball is anymore. So. No. It's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous even trying to explain it, I suppose. Um, so I'll go for the next one here quickly. Uh, yep. From our long-time listener and Lincoln loyal, Andy Boyden. Wouldn't. <laughs> This year, I think this one was mainly aimed at you, Jack, more than me. <laughs> honest opinion. Where will Hammers finish this season? Do you want my honest opinion? No, yeah. I'll, I'll be yeah, I'll be serious. I th- So they're I think currently tenth. Uh, I think that's where they'll they'll finish up. Ninth or tenth. Ninth or tenth for me. But in saying that, I think you in the conference league that's that's their their priority. I think they'll finish ninth or tenth there. Their squad and at home there, they showed against Bournemouth. Bournemouth are the only unbeaten side since they got battered nine nil. Um, they showed at home that West Ham they could they can play well and beat anybody. I know Bournemouth aren't a bloody scout, but they they showed mm. us against a Tottenham like that is that's what they're about. And home they'll they'll win probably more than they'll lose away. They'll get a few draws and nick a few results. They'll they'll be fine. They'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, I just think that yeah, Conference League is is probably where they're they're really focused on and sadly I think they'll go quite far in it yeah no I think 8th no uh, yeah 8th sorry um, my logic behind that is top 6 plus Newcastle yeah West Ham are then the best team whether Newcastle finish in that top 6 I don't know but top 6 Newcastle West Ham yeah I think that's yeah, a fair, fair I, assumption I, I think that's fair and, and if yeah like I said if they're going to go further into the conference league yeah. their league form is going to slip yeah they're going like to like it has done the last 2 years they're going to rotate the last year sorry have to change players players will get injured but yeah, the West Ham will be fine. They're 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 slowly picking up some form, aren't they? And they they'll beat the teams that are currently below them more times than they lose against them. So they'll be absolutely fine. Do you want to? Um, yeah, sorry. So we'll move on to Danny Buckley, a big gooner like yourself. Actually, I think he's got given the best question of them all. I think I really like his question. Well, is it going to be an Arsenal player or? No, no, it's, it's <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <coughs> good question. So Danny Buckley's gone with. Um, what is your most underrated player this season who is not at your club? Can't be an Arsenal player. I think it's a good question. Um, one I haven't actually thought about. So, top of my head, there's a few. Have you got one? Not off to me. I have to. Yeah, give me a minute. I'll um, let, let you talk and I'll think. So, one I did think of straight away when I when this when the question came through was Longstaff at Newcastle. Yeah. Um, he didn't start the season in the in the in the starting lineup, but slowly got himself in there. Mm. And I think some of the performances he's been putting in. Um, I know back when he first came, it was obviously. Do you remember the, their little banter, the, the rivalry the West Ham and Newcastle fans had about who was better, Longstaff yeah, or Rice? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then I know he had because United tried to sign him, didn't they? Solskjaer tried to sign him for like thirty million, yeah, and they rejected it. And then he got a really bad injury, um, and he came back with his brother against Man United. I think they were, mm-hmm. and they both scored. One of them scored. Um, but no, it's just top of my head. He's playing really well, and I would say something like Armourum, But he's—I wouldn't say he's underrated this season now. Yeah, people, people, a lot of people are talking it, about yeah, him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and maybe another one off top of my head, Awobi. He's yeah. slowly getting a bit there. People yeah, he's, were he's are talking well about him now, and, and he's playing well within their system. I think, yeah, like similar to what you said about Armourum, but he's not underrated because he's obviously brilliant. But I, obviously, I love Declan Rice. I think he's a fantastic centre field, and he plays for a. West Ham, I minute mean, who are probably going to be mid-table, so maybe he's yeah, like I said, he's probably not an underrated player, but well, but he could still be. He, yeah. He's playing at that such a high level, but he's still not at a big club, I suppose. 
Um, yeah, but he probably still doesn't get the respect. Top. Maybe someone that yeah. I don't know a Casemiro mm. gets just because he plays one good game against Chelsea. It's, mm. it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said Longstaff, and like sort of now you said that I just can't stop thinking about Newcastle players. But after the weekend and when they played against us, I mean, you, you could pick any of their back their sort of back three they play. But Dan Byrne for me just he's just a, a man mountain, and mm. he's he'll, he'll go under the radar. He, he probably probably won't go to the World Cup, but yeah, he's just an absolute monster and. He's six foot five, big, centre half, strong, and he plays in that system so well. He isn't anyhow. slow either. No, he's not. He's yeah, he's yeah. He, I mean, to be in a prem, you can't be you can't be a slow centre half. But yeah, he's. I think that I'd go with uh, Dan Byrne as my choice. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and penultimately, we've got here Freddie Bourne. Shout out Freddie, friend. Yep. and podcast. Enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> he went, me, went went sorry to the game on Sunday as well. He did. Pu- sorry he did about the result. He did pull me aside on Saturday. I was like, oh, I'm going to the game with um, Jack and Darren on on Sunday. He goes, I'm a bit concerned though. I was like, why is that? He goes, I really don't have a good record at yeah. Newcastle. Oh, he, he's been through it with me. <laughs> or, like the games he's been to, bloody hell. Some of the, some of the things he's seen. I think he went to Bayern Munich at home. With Tottenham home when we lost, when we got absolutely destroyed on his birthday. Yeah, <laughs> then he was at um, Norwich in the cup when Dyer went into the stand and wanted to fight. He went to Brighton, I think, in a a Boxing Day we won one 0 which is a nothing game. Um, and he he's seen Newcastle. So, I mean, I'd love to be able to put this question in Freddie's lovely, delicate yeah, voice, yeah. but dulcet tones of Freddie. You'll have to listen to my annoying twang of <laughs> weird laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't laugh. I've been pulled up on that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say. I've had a few. We've been pulled up on this laugh. Who <laughs> apparently this laugh has never never heard it before. It was a Hoiberg laugh. Yeah, it must be. Um, who is better, Emerson Royale or Serge Aurier, with the defunct knees of Jack Kendall Brown <laughs> and Andy Boyden? <laughs> I think I'm better in my current state than both of them. Or when I had the operation, better than both of them. But. Aurier for me, not that not that it's a that's a big statement. And Aurier, you would brilliant. you would you would rather Aurier play right back than Royale? Oh, without doubt, without doubt, Aurier's awful. But <laughs> I don't think you understand how bad that man Emerson Royale is. Um, see, no, I would disagree. Uh, no, great, please. I, I would, I would rather Royale play than only because this is I haven't really got much to base this on. Royale had, has had more better games than Aurier, I'm putting that on. Because right. I've ever seen Aurier just having some... Oh, no, Aurier's, yeah. I think Aurier's probably had more, like, Stinky calamities. Like, yeah. big calamities. Like, I'm just picking yeah. off the top of my head. Do you remember that red card? No, it wasn't even for Spurs. The yeah. red card he got against England in a friendly. Yeah, yeah. I recall. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you're a captain yeah. getting set off. Um, Aurier, I oh, just remember. When he, play, he played against the, the buying game mm. and things like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's real... There's, yeah, um, yeah. I'd probably it's like picking out two, yeah, two out of ten in a nightclub. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. Who's it's worse? Bad news. Yeah, they're both shocking, shocking players, and that's what I keep saying at Tottenham as well. But that is one thing everybody agrees on. You talk about football, talk about Tottenham, and you have arguments and disagreements about everything. But one thing is, everybody knows Royale is awful, absolutely awful. So, yeah, for me, Aurier. But honestly, like, I'd rather play play myself with a with no legs, so yeah, it's not good. Um, and yeah, finally, cheers, Freddie, the, the last question has come from our friend in the States, originally 
from Southampton, the big big Saints fan, Callum Doyle. And he said, probably aim this one at you, Tate. How did Southampton not beat Arsenal? Um, because they didn't score more goals than them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I thought Arsenal played very well in the first half and should have been out of sight. Like, and then the second half just didn't come out really. They looked yeah. tired, lethargic. Southampton was slow. I was getting frustrated watching it because I was like, I can see where this is going. Yeah. Um, and when Southampton scored, really out nothing really counter attack. And then Arsenal just managed the game horrifically. Like, mm. They just didn't play very well. That's credit Southampton that they got a win. Yeah, out see, of I it, think you said they've been pretty poor, but that performance they put in is something they do against us and like the bigger sides. They just randomly. It's frustrating. Like they just randomly turn up at home and you think, well, what, where have you been? What are you doing? Like War Prowse is brilliant, and mm. Chalams might have a blinder. Just think, where where have you come from? But yeah, wasn't that? Um, I don't. You didn't play Emirates, did you? No, no, no. I was away. Oh, right. That's why you didn't win. Okay. What did we do last week? We won away. So, you've played United, lost, and you've drawn against a terrible Southampton side. We've played 11 games and we've won nine of them. (laughs) No, just clutching (laughs) the shores. We're all... (laughs) (laughs) No, we we have got a tough game at the weekend. We've got Forrest at home, so... Yeah. Oh, you're back. That's fine. You're back at home. What's that? 8-0? No, they just beat Liverpool. (laughs) Back. Aurier. Talking about Aurier, he's playing. He'll be playing against you. Oh God. Back on the carpet. Yeah. Um, after, or just to quickly mention it, that Forest did beat Liverpool one. That was pretty. Yeah. Did you know that striker who scored? Yeah. Used to play for Liverpool. Yeah, but never played. Never, never got a second. But I wouldn't even know. I mean, I don't know if he wasn't celebrating because I really hope not. But I think he was just trying to pretend he was a big man when he scored. He just sort of straightened about, but. Mm. Yeah, big result, but if you saw the game, Liverpool just battered them. They just couldn't put the ball in the net. But mm. Yeah, um, no, thank you for the questions, guys. Yeah, no, I really like that segment, and um, yeah, hopefully we can do it. More questions you pop yeah. in, the longer and the segment we go, and yeah. Yeah, keep, keep shouting out. Yeah. We'll shout you out. We can mention your old, your Instas, yeah. your Twitters, like Andy Single for all them females out there. You've probably been on a uh, match room on Tinder or Hinge <laughs> at some point. So. Or Bumble. Yeah, yeah, or any of the above. Or Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you probably know that is already. Um, so, let's move on to the team of the week. Yeah. Um, well, quickly, we, we have picked our goalkeeper, but there was a potential second one that I didn't really think of was um, Henderson. Yeah, he did have quite a good game. Yeah, yeah. I just remember him sa- his save against um, Van Dyke's header in the last minute um, was described as boofing it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, we actually went for Ward in the end, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we. I think yeah, two two clean sheets, wasn't it? In a week, two Leicester. clean sheets in a week. Yeah, two wins. There, Leicester, Newcastle, and uh, Fulham. Only three sides to both well, win both their games, or mm. teams that played twice. But yeah, Ward two clean sheets, and obviously after the the howlers they've they've had, and he's had in particular. That's a that's a great week, I think, for Danny Ward and, and Leicester. Have you got the stat on Danny Ward? No, I've got I've got no It's no on my phone somewhere, but I my phone's over the other side of the right. room. Um he went from conceding the most goals in the Premier League history after after X games mm. to then being second in clean sheets. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. I think he's two I think he's two clean two clean sheets off Edison and whoever the top one is, maybe Pickford. Yeah. So Well probably Newcastle Pope. Yeah, Newcastle Pope, Pope yeah. yeah, sorry, you're right, yeah. Um so that's like they're 
maybe slowly turning That's it around. Pretty, yeah, it's a big. I wouldn't around. say he's improving. No, I think Leicester are as a whole. Yeah, but Leicester have got a nice. Like we said, yeah, exactly. Before the international break, they had a nice little run of fixtures. Yeah, where they could go. Yeah, they had, they had a good run, and yeah, like we said, exactly what Tate said. I'm just, I'm just happy we're we're <laughs> we're, we're sharing our knowledge basically. Um, but yeah, they they have a good run, and they're 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 using it to their advantage, aren't they? And get some get some good results. Um, do you want to introduce uh, the next defender then, your your mate, who you watched on Sunday? Yeah. One second, I'll just get her up. Where's he gone? You might have to take over, take some Big, out. well, I'll go for the other one while we wait. Yeah. So, whoa, I didn't even realise this, but we've got one big man and one very small man. <laughs> um, so, Eliasado, Mar- absolutely butchered his first name. I haven't got it written down, so I've gone off the top of my head. Martinez. Um... <laughs> From obviously he was given a lot of stick online in the press mm. over Sky. Yeah. Carragher went in and said he could never play in the Premier League as a centre half, and he sort of epitomised this Manchester United this season. Yeah. Started horrifically. Yeah. I mean, maybe a bit unfair because he was next to that big slab giant who's just <laughs> yeah. who. No, that's probably why their forms turned around because he hasn't been playing, and yeah. Martinez probably feels comfortable playing next to a five-time Champions League, four-time Champions League winner, multiple La Ligas, and a World Cup winner. Not. Some rugby lad from Leicester, from Sheffield, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Martinez has grown into that role. He looks aggressive. He's, he defends yeah. on the front foot. He's right up you. Every ball he wants to win, which I really like as a defender, and he's yeah, playing he's well. Fully committed. And, and everyone's saying, we said it like, when he played Brentford, but like mini Martinez, and everyone's joking about him and stuff, but he clearly just makes up for it in the other side of the game of his aggression and how he wants to, like you said, win every every ball, every header. And yes, he's not the biggest, but he can make up for it. And it's a bit like, like you said, Brexit football. But the desire, that that sort of effort and energy to win the, that passion is that's exactly what he's doing. I mean, and yeah, he had Kane and basically the whole top side in his back pocket, and then went to Chelsea, and and it was a close game, wasn't it? Really, mm. uh, for the whole for the whole time. But just on that on on United's game at Chelsea, at, when they scored, that was uh, that that is quality. The video that's going round of it's like all the South Americans and obviously. Fernandez, Portuguese, but that that passion, that energy, like Anthony, Casemiro, Fernandez, even Martinez, when he there's a photo of Martinez yeah, at the minute grabbing the, the bloke's head, yeah, and he's like, I don't know who you are, but we're in this together, like to the end. And as a support, that's all you, that's yeah, all, that's that your dream. Literally, it? that's all you want. Like you just want your players to do exactly that: score late on, equalise, score a winner, and just go mental like exactly what the Wayne would have done and yeah it was brilliant I love that video and you tweeted it absolutely perfectly and there's someone who's tweeted the video saying grow up it's a 1-1 like shock shock is against Chelsea when we we equalised against them they were saying oh you can't celebrate you like what so when when uh, Jorginho knocked in the penalty everyone just just went oh that's right we yeah decent one up against Mm. United well done gave him a little round of applause like just bore off. Celebration, please. 95th minute equalise against anyone you celebrate. Oh, <laughs> celebration, please. Get in the bin. That's you, Reese, as well. <laughs> uh, the other centre-half or defender, Dan Byrne, my sort of underrated player of the season. Yeah, just, again, just the weekend against us was solid. Uh, they got a good result in a week at home to Everton. Uh, 1-0 clean sheet and then, yeah, came to us and, again, Kane, Son, just, yeah, were nowhere near it. Mm. And, yeah, Dan Byrne, very good player. For me, I think, I think he has to go in the England squad, mate. Well, like I said it the other week, but a left as a left-footed centre half in England, he's the best one. He's the best one, and he can play in a two. Like he doesn't yeah. play in a two. He plays in the four of the back. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, he can he, play left back. Like I know uh, Southgate loves a player who can play different positions. Yeah. and he's re- it sounds awful, but he's massive. He's six foot five. Like yeah, that, he's enormous. Yeah, that was some of the reason people were saying play Maguire because he's tall. Yeah. Like. yeah, and we England and Southgate rely massively on set pieces, and Dan Burn is couldn't be a better option. So, mm. I mean, he's definitely even, we've got to be within his thoughts or close to or if not in it so for me is it I know Mings wasn't in the last squad but he has to go over Mings if oh, Mings, if Mings gonna be, goes because the only reason Mings gets picked is because he's left footed yeah. so if Ming, Mings is gone um, and Dan Burn doesn't then yeah Dan Burn might as well never play for England and if he ever gets a chance to but yeah I like Dan Burn a lot uh, so yeah, team of the week so far Ward, Burn, and Martinez so moving into the midfield um, I'll start with from the 95th minute equaliser was Casemiro yep and similar to the Martinez situation at Man United, since he's come in and actually started playing, yeah. who would have thought they've yeah, improved in improved, midfield? Yeah. Who, would like, have thought that? who would have thought if you bring in a really good player yeah. who's <laughs> yeah. played really well, mm. paid lots of money for him, yeah. won ridiculous amounts of trophies, Champions Leagues, like Spanish leagues, yeah. Like he's such an upgrade on Scott McTominay, it's yeah. it's a he's bit a, frightening. He can play on his own and be better than Fred and McTominay. Like yeah, yeah, he's a brilliant player. Well, he's got the ability to do that, and then you can push Ericsson a bit further forward. Yeah. Fernandez can play a bit further forward. Yeah, and that passion, uh, like I said, that that aggression and passion at the end was just brilliant. Mm. So I think and I think he also he played very well against Spurs as well. Not just yeah, not no, just no, the yeah. goal he did yeah. play. Yeah, he, he was mostly yeah. That we said this, we've based this team of the week on the last yeah, two teams, games. The teams that have done well in those those two two games in a week, and yeah, so yeah, Casemiro for the other midfielder, Almiron, like we said, a bit of a. He's sort of a fashionable player at the moment, isn't he? He's sort of turned it round and he's he's playing really well. But yeah, his, his goal was it Everton, wasn't it? The, was it oh, the lovely. Uh, no, the left foot curler one. Oh, it, the I think. curler. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the the curler um, at home to Everton was brilliant, and then scores again against um, Tottenham at the weekend, and just again just played well. Like just was defended yeah. well within their their structure and set up at Newcastle and. Yeah, attacked well and was, was good, always a threat. Good, good player, yeah. And Miguel Miguel Almiron has scored. As many Premier League goals this month as Jack Grealish has since joining Manchester City. Mm. And yeah, and, and I actually keep going round, yeah. isn't it? The Grealish video of what he says about Almiron, but seems to be biting him in the back. I side. actually think that date, that state is outdated. I think he might have scored more now. I think I actually wrote that down before he scored right. against yeah, yeah, so against yeah, against Spurs. Um, and finally, I mean, as we did mention that this has been based on the last two weeks. We put this so the last two game weeks. Oh yeah, cool. We, we put the striker to the vote, didn't we? To vote and um, me and Jack are sitting here very disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what? Because the striker we voted for both. Yeah. Hasn't won. Yeah. How? I mean, <laughs> so the, like, the I appreciate the votes, but couple guys. There's an right answer here, boys <laughs> and girls, and people who don't identify. Yeah. Um. So, Danny Ings, Alexander Mitrovic, and Callum Wilson. Mm. You voted for Mitrovic. I voted for Mitrovic. Yeah, it's the week. Not yes, Danny Ings scored twice on the on the Sunday, but you saw there they got torn apart at Fulham. But yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. He like yeah, at the weekend he was good when he Villa were good. Gets two goals within ten minutes, so well, mm. less than that for him. But yeah, three up early on, you can't can't complain really. But yeah, Mitrovic scores twice only in a week and wins both games. But no, can't argue with the fans. No, no can't do that. Um, but it ended up so as of recording Mitrovic 33% Danny Ings 40% and Callum Wilson of 27% yeah. no, and that sums up a nice, a nice team Danny Ward 
Um, Dan Byrne, Martinez, Miguel Almiron, Casemiro, and Danny Ings. A few, few Dannys in there. Um, well, yeah. a little shout out Danny Ings. That, well, you'd see he was um, he walked out the mascot. Have you seen that picture? It was yeah, a, a no, lovely no, little no, touch no. from him. So maybe an off-field, mm. off-field thing has, um, has persuaded the fans. Maybe they were thinking yeah. more that way than... And we were just thinking blood hungry goals. <laughs> yeah, goals. <laughs> we were goals for our strike. <laughs> Not charity. <laughs> um so should we move on to our penultimate segment of the winner and loser of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Let's um, go. You start us off, take off. My winner of the week, this man, Premier League legend, but he has had a quiet season so far. Mr. Chat shit, get beep. I haven't actually <laughs> sworn yet so far. I yeah. said I might have said bloody a few times. I'm trying not to swear on this. And then we can post it maybe as a non-explicit <laughs> video. Um, <clears throat> so Vardy against Wolves started the game on the bench, like he has most games. This isn't really played much. I think he came on about 60th minute before he came on. Down a red ball, came off the bench, got a goal, got an assist, got a goal, and with his celebration. He went up to the Wolves I fans and quality. was going the stinky breath <laughs> celebration. <laughs> he's he just he's an absolute dog in it. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's so funny. Oh, he's quality. I mean, he, yeah, when it's against you, it's the worst, but that is funny to see. I mean, he has an absolute Premier League legend for me. Yeah. And he's the first player ever to score 100 Premier League goals in his 30s. Yeah, that is cool. Which is something, like we said about Leeds, going with the Ailings, your Coopers, and yeah. our stories from the lower leagues. Yeah. This man has done all the lower league stuff, come up to the prim and absolutely yeah. wipe the Thought floor of it. Yeah. And that that's what I mean, sort of slightly going back to Leeds, but that he, obviously it does work. Vardy's a perfect example of, of an, a lower league, non league player going all the way to the prim and doing well. Charlie Austin's another example that gets thrown about all the time and there's plenty of others. Antonio at West Ham, um, off just off Tom Mayer. But yeah, no, exactly. Vardy, yeah, great great shout for winning a week. Uh, my choice, I've gone for Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, sort of slash Newcastle, but yeah, mainly Eddie Howe. Like we sort of mentioned, two two wins in a week. And I think for them, the game at Tottenham was a big moment for them, like a big game and sort of a statement win, if you like, because I'm not saying Tottenham, I, I absolutely despise the way they're playing at the minute, but on paper, <laughs> Tottenham away is Tottenham away is a, is a big game and they're so, we're so-called part of that big six and... That's where Newcastle want to be, and they'll, they'll, I think they'll get there quite comfortably. But yeah, Eddie Howe, like I said, one of one of three sides to win, uh, win both their games this week. So yeah, for me, Eddie Howe. Yeah, I like that word you use there, statement, because they played Newcastle three. Uh, they played Newcastle. They played Man yeah. City three all. Should have won that. Mm. They lost in the 97th minute to Liverpool. Mm. Um, they drew nil nil away at Old Trafford, yeah. and then they got and over the line beat, uh, yeah, at, um, at a top six team. Like yeah. that, that is their statement. Their statement win, and yeah, like you said, he's yeah, he's good. And he's, yeah, I mean, he was like we said, they they might not have wanted him as their first choice, but I think he's proven now. He's he's got some good players under under his squad, and yeah, they just look like a good side, and I think they'll they'll think they'll be right up there, mm. top six, definitely. No, definitely. And my loser of the week, like I mentioned earlier, is Steven Gerrard. Yeah. For me, where next? Name a club he's going to go to. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, what does he do? Does he go back to Rangers? Mm. Does he? But then that's just a backward step. Mm. Do you then? He, for the problem, what I've got with him is like when um, Gerard, not Gerard, Lampard got sacked from Chelsea. Mm. Where next? It was he didn't want to go to Fulham. No. He didn't want to go to um, uh, Norwich. He turned down another club. I can't remember the other club he went wanted to go to. 
Everton were like a nice little club that was sitting there ready for him to go to. He's got no affiliation to. Mm. That was a nice high level for him that he could go yeah. back in, and a big Everton, like a massive sort of Premier League traditional club as well. So who's like look, obviously that West Ham fan on the train wanted Gerrard. I'd love to know what other West Ham fans would take Gerrard. Yeah. Like I would. Yeah, like, my I still talk about Gerrard, but my loser week sort of linked to Aston Villa. But yeah, Gerard, what does he do? Does he? He's like, Liverpool dreams that are in the dust now. Yeah, there's no way. Like they're not they're not going to go from Klopp to Gerrard straight away. So he's he's got to prove he can't go abroad. Week. No, because. He's just not going to manage. Yeah, yeah, so he's in trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a strange one. Is I mean, like we always, I've always maybe goes to Tram. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't do, know. Is it, it's a local... to a lower league team. It's yeah. It's very. It's a. It's a sticky one. Very sticky one. But yeah, I like it. Gerard loser of the week. Like I said, mine sort of linked to Villa. My loser of the week is Gabby Bonglehor. <laughs> and you might think, well, what is Gabby Bonglehor doing? But he's got a role on Talksport. And he has claimed that, I'm, I hope it's this week, I'm, I'm going to say it was this week. He said, Tottenham should replace Kulazewski with Wilfred Zaha. And he also said, Aston Villa are a massive club and do what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Takes laughing because <laughs> that is, con- I just put, what a div. Is he alright? Kulazewski should be out and Tottenham should replace him with Wilfred Zaha. Wilfred Zaha would have been my loser of the week for his behaviour this week, but, ah, oh, just Gabby Monoise. He's in a position where he talks to thousands of people that actually sit there and go, "Oh yeah, I agree with you, Gabriel. You're correct. You've you've played for Aston Villa. You've represented your country. Like you you must be right." And thousands of people are going, "Yeah, I agree." And they're, they're engaging with him and they're they're listening to him and actually believing what he's saying. It's just mental. He, honestly, he must be getting paid just to wind people up like myself. He must be getting told. Oh, hundred. He's he's a very well memed man, and he like, oh, he his classics. He always gets given the. Um, the two elevens and he can compare, and he yeah, always just like picks horrendous yeah. shouts. I think it was the there was a Brighton one I was saying at the time. It was Veran or Webster. It was like, <laughs> it's like, are you all right, mate? It was an yeah. easy one, Webster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it is funny when it's not involving your club or whatever. But yeah, just what a donut, absolute div. I do quite like that seven because there's some few stitch member. Um, O'Hara was like Saliba Cell. He's like who yeah. yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> been loaned out twice. Clearly yeah. not good enough. Cell. <laughs> so, yeah. And he was like Cedric, good player. Keep him round. <laughs> Shut up. Experience head. Yeah. But, um, right. One note on Bongiore I quite like is that he does absolutely kill Leeds and Danny Mills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. And he has a he has a massive like problem with Klopp as well. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in. Klopp's even mentioned him in like interviews. Like, yeah. what, why are you getting rattled by? Gabby of Bonhoeffer. If but you hold your nose and talk, uh, that's exactly how Gabby yeah, normal talks. The Birmingham accent is not good. Unless you're any Birmingham, Birmingham Midlands <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry, but yeah, your um, accent's not great. No, I like that. That's very funny. Um, yeah. Right, that pretty much rounds up everything we've got to talk about, but we'll circle back to the teaser. Yes, the header one. Um, the question I asked you an hour and a half ago. Yeah, I think I've. <laughs> Peter Crouch scored the most headed goals in the Premier League, but who is second and third? Oh, I'm going to get this horribly wrong. Um, Harry Kane? No. Headed goals. Giroud's got a few? He's not in this team. Nah, one more guess. That I'm, I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you Two guesses, two two clues. Um, what am I gonna? Yeah, one. I'll give you yeah two clues. One has scored a lot of goals in the Premier League. 
and the Shira. other, yeah, is one of them, yeah, yeah, Why did I say and the other played for the same club as Gabby at Bonglahor. Aston Villa, John Crew. No, I thought you were going to say that Ooh. when I said that. One more guess. He's now famous for something outside of football. It's a TV show. TV show. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I'm with you. And here are the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, as you come through the front door, the stairs lead up to the second floor. Dion Dublin. Yes. Well done. Yeah. No, first guess, I mean, at the start, I was lost, but. Yeah, I like it. No, it's good. Any idea how many goals Peter Crouch scored? Headed goals. Mm, 36. 53. Oh, wow. Bloody hell, Crouchy. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it does. And, but he actually wasn't almost renowned for his heading, was he? I know he's no. that, that obviously disagrees yeah. there, but... Yeah, when he was at Spurs, I wouldn't say... I know he scored say. just over 100 Premier League goals. Yeah. So it's basically 50% of his goals That's were headed. Yeah, no... Decent. Crouch 53, Alan Shearer 46, Dion Dublin 45. Love it. Very good. And nice. Christian Benteke was in the top 10. Was he? Yeah. I haven't got it here, but I just yeah. I read that he was in the top 10. Uh, he was a, he's a rad one. He done, do, was doing okay at me. It seemed like he was quite a player now. Bloody just yeah. off the... Absolutely, yeah. absolutely gone. Very good. Right, I think that pretty much sums up episode 15 of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening out there. Um... And yeah, it will be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcast, shall I say. Yeah. And you have to continue your support by listening, liking, sharing, showing people you haven't shown before, um, leaving a review if you haven't, five stars on either. Um, yeah. Yeah, just keep, like I say, keep sharing it and passing it on. And again, thanks for listening if you are. And yes, yeah, it's just been, yeah, loving it at the minute and continuing support. And for example, like when I go Spurs and I obviously I see my mates and some. Some people you see just at football and they're like, oh yeah, mate, listen to the pod, loving it, blah, blah. So yeah, just more of that and keep listening, keep sharing it. So thanks for listening again. But Yeah, and we'll see you next next Wednesday for another yes. one. Yep. And yeah, stay loyal. Stay loyal. <laughs>